Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to this episode of the Scottish Paddlecast brought to you by the Scottish Canoe Association. You're currently tuning in to the latest episode of the People of Paddlesport series where we plan on catching up with the diverse characters across the Scottish Paddlesport community. If you haven't listened to our earlier episodes of our Coaching Conversation series with Doug McDonald, I'd highly recommend that you do. I'm your co-host, Habby Litton. I'm Roger Holmes. I hope you're um, all keeping well and today we're talking about inclusive paddlesport. At the moment, less than 5% of affiliated club members have said they consider themselves to have a disability. With this in mind, we're delighted to be joined by Rob Ailey, who is the Access Officer for 4th Canoe Club and winner of the SCA Volunteer Coach of the Year Award for 2015 for his devotion to 4th Canoe Club and to make it a better environment for people with access needs. Over the years, Robert has supported many paddlers with disabilities through their personal performance awards, such as one and two star. Hello, Robert. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. As, as a warm-up that we're asking all for guests, Rob, if you could paddle anywhere in the world, where would it be, who would it be with, and in what craft? Ah, uh, so give some thought to this, actually. Um, and actually, I think I've, I've done my favourite. Uh, I've done the, uh, the the Great Glen Trail, and I've done through all the you know, Loch Ness and the canals and all that kind of thing there. But we've done it canoe. I think I'd rather do it in a kayak. Uh, <laughs> canoe's not really for me. I'm more of a kayaker. Um, but I've done that with my wife and a, a group of friends from Forth. And uh, yeah, it was by far the best. We're about to go and do the spate at the end of this month. So it'll be good fun. That sounds good. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Get to do that on myself. What was, what, has, what was your journey into paddling then, Robert? So originally for myself, um, I'd had a bit of a, I'd had a, bit of a, an, a mental health breakdown. Um, and in my recovery, I decided that I needed something that was uh, a physical outlet for me uh, and something that um, took up my time, gave me something to kind of aim towards. And uh, my, my lovely wife uh, bought me a one-star down at Port Edgar. Um, so when I was down at Port Edgar, the uh, coaches I was with down there uh, said, get your bum along to fourth. <laughs> do your two star there because uh, they've got more votes and uh, that was pretty much it I kind of went along to fourth I got meted by uh, Kate Graham who was uh, the coach coordinator there at the time who was big on developing the club really big on kind of pushing people forward who were interested in all that kind of thing and at the completion of my two star we were leathering away and uh, halfway through a talk she'd uh, said that she'd had a request in from someone that had additional support needs who had a condition that she didn't know anything about and she was a bit nervous. I've been a care worker since all my working life, since I was, you know, 16. Um, and as a result, I've kind of got a bit more of a, a kind of knowledge of that kind of thing. So when I told her I knew what it was and, and that it wasn't an issue or a risk, um, she quickly turned on the heel and said, you're going to be a coach. You're going to be our coaching officer, <laughs> our access officer. And that was pretty much it. Um, within nine months, I'd done my level one coaching. And then the year after that, I moved into fourth, continued to develop my own paddling, as well as taking uh, one stars, two stars, and then took on the access officer role. So that's, and then I'm still doing that now. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's quite a quick, quick head down the, down the coaching route. That's really... Yeah, it felt very quick at the time. I think kind of my head state that was in at the time, it was something for me to aim towards, it was something for me to go for. The, the mornings I was down at the canal at six in the morning practicing kind of side strokes and the, kind of the nights I was there till like 11 o'clock at night kind of practicing my draw strokes <laughs> on the other side <laughs> to make sure they were all right and everything. Um, yeah, it was it was good for me at the time. and It really kind of helped my mental health as well as um, my physical as well. Yeah, kind of on on, on that kind of um, thread, can you tell us a bit more about how paddling 
has has positively affected your mental health and yeah certainly yeah, if, if you're um, comfortable sharing that yeah no absolutely i mean it's a very physical aspect um a phys- physical sport sorry so it does leave you physically tired uh, for me one of the first things that kind of goes is my sleeping pattern um so when i'm tired i'm hungry i eat properly i, I kind of i want to sleep and all that kind of thing um but the biggest part is it's the mindfulness of paddling um especially when you're new at paddling you know you, you can't think about anything else you're thinking about where the paddle's going how your, your posture is how everything's kind of clicking into place everything's improving um and then when you've got that kind of down you start practicing something else and it's just that you, you know kind of on the canal it's very still water so it's everything you know you're doing you're feeling the difference of and things like that and it's just it's more the mindfulness aspect so for three four hours you know every couple of days i was out of the kind of the thoughts i was kind of having the kind of kind of you know i was kind of i was i was there i was i was conscious of what i was doing just paddling um and it also gave me a goal to go towards. So it gave me something to actually, instead of worrying about things that necessarily weren't to be worried about, it was giving me a focus to think about things and all that kind of thing as well. Um, also, meeting new people, meeting new friends, kind of, you know, kind of the people that I've met when I was doing my two-star are people I still paddle with. And it's really nice kind of seeing how everyone's kind of gone from from that aspect as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's the whole thing. The community of paddling is quite supportive as well. Um, I've always found the people there are, are quite nice and, and, and all that is it's quite a welcoming community it's not one where you have to worry about going into um, so I think all of that is going to kind of help my, my mental health massively uh, even now I get you know kind of if I don't go paddling at least once a month like, even if it's just on the canal for a couple of hours I, I start to feel a bit afraid so you know I go, I go for a mindful paddle and it's just mm-hmm. uh, three hours worth of going up to Ratham and back or something like that you know it's just something to kind of get your head space right oh that's amazing th- th- thank you very much for sharing that thank you no, so that's really, really good to hear. I, I have a similar effect that it relaxes, it ch- just chills you out, makes you feel mm-hmm. more alive when you come back, doesn't it? You spend yeah. some energy. Yeah, and no, that's really that's interesting. Overnight as well, you kind of welcome the, the home comforts of a toilet and a bed. You know? <laughs> 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 no, that's brilliant. So, I, so you coach... In both discipline, sort of canoe and kayaking within your, within fourth, and I can do paddle uh, stand up paddleboard as well. We've kind of recently kind of increased our fleet of them as well to add a, another dimension to the to the, the fleet of, of fourth canoe club. That's really really good. You mentioned we or we mentioned the sort of access section of fourth canoe club. Maybe you could tell us a bit about about that section and the team that you um, support you in mm-hmm. in that at fourth. Certainly, um, we've got a team of six kind of regular coaches. One of which is a cadet who himself has additional support needs, who will kind of meet up with people. Um, averagely, what will happen is they'll get an email or someone will come and speak to me about wanting to come and do some access stuff. When I say additional support needs, I mean anything from learned disability to physical needs to, you know, kind of MS to anything, anything that, that kind of needs someone needs a hand with. Even um, I've had people who have came along and asked, this. it's more um, anxiety of the water. So they wanted to come along and get some kind of just one-on-one sessions for that. So it's anybody that, that thinks they need a little bit more of a hand. And obviously the, the kind of full goal is that, you know, we, we get people into get into the water and, and get them playing. The, um, the, the team that we've got at the moment have all done the paddleability course from yourself, Roger, and the SCA, which is a, a kind of, it's a two-part course. There's the, the, the kind of induction part, which is more theory uh, and, and more talking and things like that. And then there's the actual hands-on part, which I think they've all done and they've all really enjoyed. Uh, and as a result of coming on your course, they came to me and asked if they can help out afterwards. At fourth, we can, uh, we can offer uh, one-to-one sessions or we've got group sessions that we offer. 
so people don't paddle on their own because you know the paddling community is so big that we want people to be in a community it's not something they should be doing on their own uh, unless of course they want to and then that's something we can sort out too yeah no definitely yeah 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 yeah. no it's good rob yeah yeah Yeah. what um let's say for your average listener at home who might not know what an access officer's role is within a club can Ah. can you please tell us what what your role entails no certainly um access officer if anyone comes with anything that they need an extra little bit of help with or they're not sure how something's going to work if they come and speak to an uh, speak to a club they'll put you in contact with an access officer if they've got one if not they can point, probably point you in the direction of a club that has one. Anything from you know straps and belts and buckles that help you hold a paddle better to extra weight in your boat if, if you, you need to compensate somehow to different crafts that you need. Um, we're there to help them figure out their best paddling experience. And that's, that's really kind of what it boils down to is, is what they want to do and what we can do to help them get on the water. That's really, that's really good. You, you mentioned paddleability and that's actually where we, we probably first met I think I'd organised the course and, and you came on it with Willie McLeod back in 2015. Yes. Yep. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about the paddleability course and sort of how that benefited you. Um, I think for me, again, because I'm a, I'm a care worker that's came into kayaking, so the, the, kinda, the more logistical condition aspects and all that kind of thing is something I'd already look out for. But having Willie's expertise and the SEA's expertise and, and how to adapt craft and how to compensate for things, Something as simple as, um, and, you know, if someone's an amputee, putting some extra weight in the front of the boat to kind of make sure that the trim's okay. Um, you know, something, something along that lines that's something I would never have thought about, but it's, you know, kayakers think about it intrinsically all the time. I think as well, uh, it gave me connections too. I was always pissed from Millie whenever I seen him about how to do things uh, or where to get stuff or, or you know, how, how you use the stuff you've got. Um, and, and that was, you know, it was the, the, connect, the connections of people that are there. Uh, I know people that, in the team that we do access with, there's been a lot of kind of like, oh, moments kind of thing, which I think is quite an interesting one. They've certainly had times where they've kind of went along, well, they've done the paddleability and, they, you know, the simple questions of just ask them, just ask them what you what they need. You know, not uh, don't assume that you know something because you're the kayak coach. Just ask, just ask them, you know, and, and I think that gives people a bit more carte blanche to be a bit more honest about like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, and, and neither do you, but between the two of us, we'll, we'll, work, we'll work it out, you know. Um, and I think that kind of gives gives people a lot of kind of confidence to kind of say, right, what we're going to do? Tell me what to do. Um, how are we going to get you in the water? I've got this. What can we do? Um, and I think it kind of, it, it takes away the, some, I know one of my kind of colleagues at Forth was, was really worried about how, how you'd phrase that to a person. Like, you know, how, how are you going to do this? You know? <laughs> because you're disabled kind of thing. But even, I think for him in particular, even using the word disabled was a bit of a, he wasn't sure if it should be a word that he, he would use or anything like that. And so, well, you know, a person with disability is a person with disability. Just ask them what they need to get in the boat. Um, and I think that's the biggest part of the paddleability. The second part as well, I think that, you know, it gives you a real life experience as well. So it kind of bolsters your confidence that way as well. Um, which I really think is, is huge for, for someone, you know. Um, likewise, the Wheels to Water is a, an amazing place to volunteer at. Um, up at Castle Semple because there's, you know, you've got loads of experts there that really, really know their stuff um, and they're all wanting to get on the water. So, you know, you've got a big box of stuff and then you take it along. You say, I've got this boat, but how are we going to get you in it? And and the person's always the expert. They kind of know what they're doing. But it's a good kind of place to, to talk, talk to other coaches that are, that are doing the same thing. Um, ho- hopefully dispel a little bit of the fear around it as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's definitely, Wheels to Water is definitely the bene- beneficial to many coaches, myself included, yeah. learning about and talking to people 
and seeing bits of kit and just seeing the imagination, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, you've kind of touched on it a little bit um, in, in your last answer, but um, could you tell us a bit more about your style of coaching and how you create a supportive environment for your paddlers? If someone comes in, um, so I'm a recreational coach. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I do. But if someone came along who wanted to develop something, you know, we would work with, like we've got um, other coaches at the fourth that do sports-specific disciplining training um and we would get them involved to kind of help out um if we thought that someone or, or someone kind of showed an interest that they were kind of wanting to do something so essentially at fourth i'm the first person that you're likely to see if you've got access the first thing i would do with anybody is get them to come in or or go out to meet them cafe or preferably it's usually down fourth so they can see what they're kind of working with as well um, and we have a chat about what we can do and what they want to do um i always find that that's the kind of the best way of doing it you know um there's nothing more kind of ominous than than turning up with your kitten and being expected to be chucked in a boat within 15 minutes and paddling off down the canal. From there as well, I'd, I'd always try and make sure that there's other coaches involved as well. Um, so I would then, if I, I know, if I meet somebody and I like, I can know your sense of humour, I've got a coach that's right up your sense of humour. I'll try and marry those people together and, and send them out in the water. Averagely we do things, there's, there's always more than one coach around as well. I'm quite any excuse to get out for a paddle really so I'm always down there in my kayak going oh help, help, help. Um, so yeah uh, from there um, people would then you know they can do any craft that they, they, they want to try within reason of course uh, we've got canoes we've got kayaks at fourth we've got a really good fleet of boats that people can try uh, everything in and there's a, a different bunch of kayaks as well so if someone doesn't quite like the kind of feeling of one kayak there's other ones they can try or if it's too small or too big or we're quite lucky to have a fleet big enough to kind of compensate for that after that, if someone shows promise in a in a something that we thought that we would want to try, or because fourth there's always more stuff happening, there's always polo kind of kicking about, or there's always slalom or something. If someone showed an interest in that, then I would signpost them and work with whatever coach that was kind of involving. So Thomas from the SCA is the kind of the sprint coach there kind of thing. He he helps out fourth as well. Um, we had one young chap that expressed an interest in that, so I handed that over to Thomas, but then helped Thomas kind of through bits and pieces as well um so there i suppose it's technically kind of you know it's a, it's a big joint effort amongst fourth for for access paddling and and we try and get people to try everything as much as they can as much as they want to and and we've got a really good amount amount of kind of coaches involved in it um that are keen to help out too that's 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 really really positive and uh, in, in in a nutshell what what is the wheels to water event so it's um Anybody who has any kind of uh, disability can come along and try lots of things. So there's there's kayaking, there's the cycling, um, there's the uh, there's powerboat and there's sailing. There was there horse riding last year, Roger, or was that just my no no that that, that, one, that one's your imagination. Yeah, um, that, that been horses when I think about like horse. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that has been yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think there was just a horse wandering about, and I was like, "There's horse riding this year." Um, no, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it, it gives people a chance to kind of go off road with their bikes. It gives people a chance to sail. It gives people a, a chance to kayak, canoe. Um, they've they've got set on tops. They've got kind of actual proper kayaks. They've got sea kayaks. They've got everything that people want to try. Um, Castle Semple is kind of rigged up, so it's got hoists and all that kind of thing as well. Um, so if people need additional support, if the, if the transfer is not great or anything like that, they can kind of you know rely on that, and then that kind of then also helps other clubs kind of then filter that through their club you know we can do this we can do this and all that kind of thing does that answer the question yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah 
we, we, were, we were talking about Wheels to Water a few moments ago, and I know you've been involved for a number of years in that, and also the Inclusive Paddle Sport Project we, we worked together with um, last year. Um, yeah, that's great. It was great. <laughs> it was great fun. <laughs> Maybe you could just uh, mention, yeah, or say what, what benefit it was and how people can get involved in, in Wheels to Water or the Inclusive Paddle Sport Project. Okay. Um, Wheels to Water is it's, it's coaches who want to volunteer. Um, you don't, by any stretch of the imagination, have to be an expert. You don't have to be anything. You literally turn up and, and we'll help you kind of do it. It's a really good place if you're looking to help out in access as well because you're going to get to see quite a, a vast range of people coming along with, uh, with a, a vast range of kind of disabilities as well. And you also get to speak to other coaches who are doing it. I think it's the biggest part, you know, the kind of coaches who are doing the access stuff. You know, the more we talk, the more, you know, someone comes along and says, oh, I'm having trouble with this aqua back. Someone's like, oh, I know what to do with that, you know, or, you know, I need to put two canoes together because of that. And it's like, oh, what's the best way of doing that? You, the more that, that we talk as a, as, a, as a community, the better. And Wheels to Water is a, a fantastic place to do that. Not just that as well. You get to, it, it's quite inspiring kind of Wheels to Water, how 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 big it is and how keen people are to do stuff. I mean, it's potentially been, I know yourself, Roger, you've been trying to kind of work on the furtherment, the furtherment, I don't know if that's the right word, but development of it, Wheels to Water, after Wheels to Water and taking it further kind of thing and, and kind of, you know, I think that's the, that's the, the next part that we do. Um, that if someone's, you know, is in Stirling, then there's a Stirling club or there's someone in fourth or, you know, there's other clubs all over that people can then go and start paddling with. And I think more and more, it's the coaches need to speak and not be scared of admitting that they don't know what they're doing or, or are apprehensive about what they're doing or, you know, anything like that. I recently spoke to someone at Edinburgh Kayak Club who is their, their new access officer. And, you know, it was, it was nice to be approached and someone was like, I hear you. I think yourself, Roger, pointing them in my direction. Uh-huh. And it was nice to have that, you know, someone coming along and saying, right, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. Paddling wise, this lady could paddle me, into the ground if she really wanted to but when it comes to this kind of thing this is, this is my thing um so i think having you know like being able to kind of talk and share ideas and you know like share kit we've spoken about this a few times right yeah. here having yeah, uh, yeah. a library throughout all the clubs that we kind of phone up and say you know someone's heard of this this thing that exists or i've got someone i can't hold a paddle we need a bit of kit but we don't want to spend 70 pounds 80 pounds buying a bit that might not work uh-huh. Um, but it's, you know, we can borrow it, we can lend it out, you know, take care of it and send it back. It's fine. Um, and then if the person decides that's what they need, brilliant, you know. Um, and again, wheels to waters where you get to see all this fantastic equipment and the, and the lovely wardrobe of wheels that comes along. Yes. And you're gonna, Look at all these straps. Um, yeah. So another one where you know wheels to water, you, you get to play with all this equipment that you don't necessarily get to see, and you get to speak to people and know how to use them too. Um, yeah. Because sometimes the aftercare, the pro- people who are selling this equipment. Isn't the greatest? I mean, sometimes they can be a bit aloof with how you actually use them. Whereas, if you're going to kind of Castle Simple, the guys there are great. They really know their stuff, and not just that as well. As 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 a coach going to wheels to work, take a walk around. It doesn't have to just be kayaking. You're looking at there's there's they've got the all ability cycles. They've got this, the sailing. They've got the powerboat. It's great. You know, it's, it's just really nice to see people engaging with outdoors. And I think that's that's really important. You know, and, uh, and essentially that's what we're all here to do, isn't it? We're all trying to help yeah. people get out. Um, but yeah, no, it's an amazing thing. And just sign up, volunteer, even if you're worried, if you're stuck for a lift, give someone a phone. There's always someone going there. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one. Sorry. Inclusive Paddle Sport Project. Yes. Yeah, the Inclusive Paddle Sport. That was just to kind of get people in their local communities paddling. Um, we had, uh, 
we had the MS Society and SDS come along yeah. Um, yeah. and they opened it up to their, their communities kind of thing and, and, and spoke out. Um, and one of the good things about that was that we had a lot of people coming along who um, were really outdoorsy, like really, you know, wanted to kind of come outdoors and, and, and do stuff and are doing it already. They're the cycle, they, they kind of climb, they do all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think the perceived awkwardness of kayaking because you need the kit, you need everything like that. It was one of these things that they'd always wanted to try and, and not kind of got to. And and the guys that came along were fantastic. They were, you know, nothing was stopping them. They were getting in the boat and they were going for a paddle. And it was fantastic, you know. Again, the guys at Forth, um, Hooker, uh, Lynn, they came along, yeah. they helped out a lot. Um, you know, my wife came along. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be married to an OT. So if I get really stuck fairly often, I'll say, can you come down the canal tonight? <laughs> Give me some advice. <laughs> so that's, that's really useful. Um, but the, you know, the kind of the spirit that those guys have, that nothing's stopping them regardless of what, you know, and, and not just that as well. They'll just, they spread the word and, and that's a, a big part too. Um, the, the, they all kind of work for the all ability bikes as well in Edinburgh. So we've got a little bit of a crossover there because I go there as well and things like that. Um, but it's, it's good to have people like that, like ambassadors who are like, yeah, I went paddling the fourth. It was great fun. It wasn't that much of a hassle. It wasn't that scary. You know, get yourself along there and try it. Um, so it spreads the word throughout Edinburgh, hopefully, and it dissipates through. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good fun. Uh, I know the coaches that kind of helped out were all raving about that being their best coaching of the year. They really enjoyed it because it was just such a laugh. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, Roger, you're a prime example. Like the, the adaptions that we need aren't expensive. They're, they're, you know, usually, you know, you can make them yourself and be in queue or you can borrow them off someone, someone else. It's, sometimes it's just a case of strapping some airbags to the side of a boat. Um, you know, it, it's these things that are, that, that if people see them, it's, it's not a, you know, it, it demystifies it for them. It, it kind of shows that, you know, adaptive kit doesn't have to cost the earth and get people in the water is actually quite easy. Um, you know, we, the only specialist kit that we needed was an aquabat, but we kind of borrowed one. Um, you know, we were kind of, you know, it's that, it's it's that kind of sharing that we kind of need. But again, the the kind of sessions that we've done were were great fun. They're by far my favourite last year. Um, it's thoroughly enjoyable. I it was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lads that came along to go paddling as well. You know, they they just they came for a paddle, and that was you know by the last week it was just like they were just coming there for a paddle. Everyone was ready. They hopped in. They went for a paddle. We had a bit of a jape. Um, and then we came back, you know, it was, it was good. Um, and that's, that's how it should be, you know, that's, that's kind of what we're aiming for. No, it was a thoroughly good, good summer. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Meeting not just yourselves at your club, but also at Firecag and Aberdeen Kayak Club. It was, it was, it was a whole community thing and a whole club feel to it, which was really, really nice and really, really positive. Mm. I think, um, it's a shame that the listeners can only listen to this podcast and they can't they can't see our Zoom call. But um, your enthusiasm for inclusive paddling really has definitely come through. Like you can you can see it during this recording. Can you tell us a bit about where your passion for inclusive paddling comes from? Um, again, I started off life as a care worker, and also I mean I've always liked the outdoors. Um, I've always mm -hmm. you know kind of been out in the woods or or whatever, kind of doing something silly, kind of going up mountains and all that kind of thing. But I think out of all the things I've ever tried outdoors, kayaking is definitely my favourite. And it's just, it's the, the the whole feeling of it. It's something different. It's something, you know, everything's just different on the water. It's calmer, it's, it's smoother and all that kind of thing. And I think groups that I've taken out in the past, I've, I've taken kind of adults with learned disabilities out in the water and people who were necessarily not 
you know, that, that needed just a little bit of space just to kind of, you know, relax and just enjoy themselves. Um, it's amazing what just an hour up and down the, ca- uh, up, up and down the canal and, and a canoe can do for that. Um, and just seeing that as well is, is, is huge. And I think as well, um, I've been a care worker forever and I've seen lots of things that, you know, people pay a lot of money for that don't necessarily help the, the service user. It's just one of these things that you do. That's that's the activity. We go along there. That's what you do. Whereas the kayaking is relatively cheap. You know, people who kind of coaches who are doing it are really enthusiastic, and they get a lot out of it as well. It's not just you know, it's not just the service users that are getting something out of it. It's the, the coaches, and it's just it's just really nice when you kind of go out and everyone seems to have taken something really beneficial away. Um, and that really kind of you know, it's not just not just ever like you know. The, um, I don't know as well. It's the size of the achievement that people kind of get from just going on the water, from even just getting in a boat to using a paddle to to completing a one star or an explorer or whatever. I think for for you know the kind of the self esteem that that kind of helps boost for them and as a coach when you're teaching in a totally different way, it's just really enjoyable. And I just I think it's a shame that you know that, that not all coaches do it. But also, <laughs> um, I think it is just it's it's just you know it's it's just I would hate to think that someone was told that they couldn't go paddling just because. You know, you're blind, you're deaf, you're you've got learned disability, you've got this and you've got that and the next thing. Everyone should be allowed to do it. Um, it just yeah, uh, it, it staggers me that people don't. Not everyone's on the water all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, Robert. That's really is good. Just as a as a sort of a final question, what would your be advice? What would your advice be to other clubs um, who may be looking to become more inclusive? The the service users are always the expert don't don't think that you know what you're doing always ask them just what what you know what they need to do things they'll tell you they're the experts on themselves i mean there's there's no harm in suggesting things if you think something might help but averagely um transferring with paddling anything like that they'll, they'll know what they can do um we're just there to assist and help really and and ask questions speak to other coaches that know stuff borrow kit you know all all the things that you know if there's any kind of warring club politics just ignore it for the sake of getting some kit borrowed and, and things like that. You know, if anyone's ever stuck, I'm fairly easy to find at fourth. Just drop me a message. You know, they're, 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 it's most clubs are starting to get an access officer and it's becoming quite a popular thing now. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good, but we need to keep talking. We need to keep asking questions. Um, if something doesn't work, try something new. If that doesn't work, speak to someone that might know something better. Um, we're you know but yeah just ask questions to everybody <laughs> that's walking past <laughs> um if you if you know if you're stuck averagely the services are going to know what they're doing uh and don't buy kit until you've tried it <laughs> yes <laughs> that's some very good advice yes no thanks for that rob it's been fantastic talking to you your enthusiasm for this sort of access and make helping people with with access needs is it just rings through um, some really good tips. Um, enthusiasm, fantastic. If, if folks are out there want to borrow a kit, fourth canoe club's got some kit that happy to borrow. The SCA has got some adaptive kit. We're all here to, to help people who need um, some help getting on the water. who maybe have more, some access needs. So hopefully the listeners will take some inspiration from this and, and give it a go and we'll, we can uh, get more people out on the water. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I'd, just like, I'd just like to echo what Roger said, like your enthusiasm for, for this topic and trying to make paddle sport as 
inclusive as possible is is fantastic. It, you can definitely see it, and I really hope the listeners at home they can hear it through your answers. Um, that was a fantastic interview. You've provided us and the listeners at home with um, a lot of insight. There's definitely a lot that the listeners can take away from this, and I really hope that they look to start implementing the, this into their own clubs. So a really big thank you, Rob, to, for joining Thanks us today. Thanks for having me. Um, a big thank you to the listeners at home. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify and Apple. We hope you enjoyed listening today. And most importantly, we hope that everyone is keeping safe. Thanks again, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.